1: Well, good morning Unity of Farmington Hills and welcome to all of you who are visiting us today for our online worship service. For those of you who do not know me, I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid, I'm the Senior Minister at Unity of Farmington Hills. I want to say Happy Valentine's Day to you all, those of you who are married, those of you who are partnering, those of you who are dating, those of you who are even single. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope you have a beautiful day with those who you love and even if it if the one you're loving is you or even loving god god can be your valentine actually god is my uh ultimate spiritual valentine i also want to thank our music team for leading us in that opening congregational song it was awesome as usual thank you for um to nicholas laurel michael carl and lauren and lauren thank you for um, putting the lyrics up there so that we can sing along with you all. I'm going to share our announcements for today, and then we will continue with our service. And first of all, I want to thank all of you who are sending me text messages, who are calling me, who are sending cards to acknowledge um, and to send love and appreciation that I'm your senior minister. I really appreciate that. I love the love that you're sharing with me. I love sharing my love with you all. And I also want to thank my husband for the beautiful flowers that he's, he gave me for Valentine's Day and for the beautiful card. That was nice. Thank you, sweetie, sweetie pie. Um, so our, fellowsh- our Sunday fellowship gathering resumes today at 11 a.m. And I invite all of you to join us, even those of you who are not members. Pop in and say hi and let us fellowship with you. Our weekly Zoom house party is tomorrow at 1 p.m., and everyone is invited to connect with us, be inspired, to check in, and to laugh. Our and in t- Tuesday, I am leading the silent unity prayer service again on the Unity Facebook page at 11 a.m. Central Time and 12 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm very honored to do that in uh, for uh, Black History Month, and to also to be a part of a prayer ministry that has been in existence for over 130 years i'm honored to be a part of that sacred service to the world so i invite you to join me if you don't have the facebook page link for unity go to our facebook page and you can find it there on wednesday afternoon we have bible study at 1 p.m if you'd like to go deeper into spiritual into the spiritual meaning of scripture feel free to join us and then our weekly meditation is on Wednesday evening. And you are all welcome to uh, join us for this sacred time of communion with God on Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. The next men's group meeting is on Thursday, February 18th at 7 p.m. Peter Albertson is the host. And you all you men are welcome to participate this Thursday. I'm sure he has something uh, exciting in store for you all. Our next family trivia game night is this Saturday, February 20th at 7 p.m. The Barry family are, were the winners of the last game night, and we all had a really good time. Invite your friends and family to join us. The more the merrier. Our next women's group meeting is the first Sunday in March, which is March 7th at 2 p.m., I want to thank Rhonda Barnes for teaching us some beginner, yoga, uh, beginner chair yoga poses last Sunday. We all had a really good time. And I will let you know next week what we will be doing in the next women's group. For the links to all of our activities, classes, group meetings, and events, and to sign up for our email blast, you may visit our website, unityfh.com. If you don't see what you're looking for on the home page, go to the calendar of events. Everything's in there as well. To schedule an, a Zoom or phone appointment with me or to request prayer, you may contact me at seniorminister@unityfh.com at unityfh.com or you can call me at 248-737-9191. If I don't answer, please leave a message and I'll call you back. My office hours... Are Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. But I am available to schedule an appointment with you after my office hours. And so this concludes our announcements for today. And now as we join our music team in singing Surely the Presence, let us open our hearts and our minds to hear the daily word and for our opening prayer. Word for today, Sunday, February 14th, 2021 is heart expression. The affirmation reads, You are dear to me. I hold you in my heart. Will you th- will you affirm that with me, please? You are dear to me. I hold you in my heart. And the message reads, Sharing love is a wonderful way of discovering and responding to the divinity alive in every heart, binding us as a human family. My loving nature helps me see the best in every person whose life whose life touches mine. Today I remember one of the legends of St. Valentine in which he fashioned pieces of parchment into hearts, which he gave to others as tokens of his compassion and God's love. Today, the tradition continues when I say, You are dear to me. I hold you in my heart with a card, gift, call, or a simple act of kindness. I share love with no expectation of recipro- reciprocation, and my heart welcomes every expression of love from others. Love's energy grows through both giving and receiving. And the scripture for today comes from John. is chapter 13, verse 34. I give you a new commandment that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. Let us pray. So I invite you to gently close your eyes and take a deep breath. And allow your consciousness, your focus to float right down into the center of your chest, your heart center, feeling and acknowledging the peace and the stillness and the presence of God that dwells within you. And God, as we acknowledge you, we acknowledge that you are that one power and that one presence that is active in our lives and in the universe. You are God, the Good Omnipotent. I like to say you are absolute good, absolutely. And we acknowledge right now that because we are one with you, we are also absolute good, absolutely. Thank you for opening us up in our hearts, our minds, our souls, and in our bodies to receive the message that you will bring forth today, the spiritual meaning of it, and to guide us in being the expression of it. In the mighty name and nature of that indwelling Christ, we pray. Thank you, God. Amen. And now let us affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us affirm our UFH growth affirmation together, knowing that it is working and feeling gratitude that that is so. Together, we give thanks that our, for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit filled world. Thank you for affirming that with me. And now we're going to have our first special song entitled the words I would say, and that will be led by Lauren. And then I will be back with our message for today.
0: In the morning and i'm still awake so i picked up a pen and the page and i started writing just what i'd say if we were face to face i'd tell you just what you mean to me tell you these simple truths Be strong.
2: Yeah, but don't forget why you're here Take your time
0: and pray These are the words I would say Last time I spoke You said you were hurting And I felt your pain in my heart I want to tell you that I keep on praying love will find you where you are I know cuz I've already been there so please hear these simple
2: truths be strong in the Lord and never give up hope you're gonna do great things Don't, don't live life in fear, for <laughs>
0: Do great things. I already know God's got his hand on you, so.
1: That was a really pretty song. I really liked that song it was perfect for today too. It sounds like advice that you would give like what I gave my children that advice when they left home and when they went away to college that thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you, Nicholas, Laurel, Michael, Carl, and Lauren and Lauren, thank you for leading that song. Thank you for the videos. Perfect video to wrap it all up and uh, thank you for the perfect song for today. Guys, it was beautiful. So a Sunday school teacher asked her class, what was Jesus' mother's name? And a child stood up and said, Mary. And she was like, very good. And she said, so does anybody know what Jesus' father's name was? And a little kid said, Virg. And confused, she looked at him and said, Virg? Where did you get that? And he said, well, they were always saying Virgin Mary. <laughs> <laughs> i want to thank, thank you marty bob <laughs> thank you marty bob for sharing <laughs> sharing that joke i thought it was funny i was kind of cute so <laughs> wanted to share it for today so thank you again marty oh bad. <laughs> so anyway as we move on in this Valentine's Day, <laughs> I want to say thank uh, happy birthday, happy heavenly birthday to my grandmother. She passed away last year, so this is the first birthday of hers without her. And I, I miss her, I miss going to, uh, to where she was and celebrating it with her. Especially the last uh, 15 years. Because my mom, when my mom transitioned. I took it on to take my mom's place. To make sure anything that my mom would do. I would do so. Um, I miss you grandmother. But I'm so glad you're with God completely. Because absent from the body means you're present completely with God. And you're at peace. And I'm sure you are, your spirit is soaring. So I'm grateful for that. So I just wanted to share that. Um, as far as Valentine's Day. And also, today is the second Sunday in this month of February. And the month of February in unity represents the spiritual power, our spiritual faculty of strength. It's the spiritual strength inside of us. And actually, there's three levels of strength in each one of us. The first level of strength is strength is um from a body standpoint. So strength is our ability to uh, endure, to persevere, to stay the course, to be steadfast. And it's our is our vitality. And then in a mental way, it is our ability to lead. It's our ability to think of a plan and to uh, follow that plan out, to um, continue on our purpose until we've met the goal. and it is our uh, uh, our ability to establish the goals and the purpose in the first place, that strength inside of us to continue with it until it's done. And then spiritually, it is the spiritual vitality within us is the energy of God within us. Andrew represents strength. Andrew's the disciple that represents strength. And Andrew represents strength the stability that lies at the foundation of every true character. So the stability of character is the mental strength, and it also represents Andrew. The part of our body that represents strength is the, the um, small of the back. Your lower back is where your uh, center for strength lies in your body. And today, because it's Valentine's Day, I would like to link the spiritual power of strength with our spiritual power of love. Love is our ability to unify, to desire, to attract. It is standing in oneness. It is the natural nature of us to be in oneness with God with the universe and with everyone in create everything and everyone in creation is the oneness inside of us. It is a choice to be in a state of oneness and love. um, The disciple I'll say that represents love is John. And that's because John represents unconditional acceptance and forgiveness unconditional acceptance and forgiveness and the power center, the area in the body where love resonates in us is in your heart center in the center of your chest. It is that area where the relationship that we have with God, that vertical part of the cross that represents our relationship with God, the spiritual relationship that is us aligns with the horizontal relationship that of how we live in this world as oneness. So it's the spiritual expression of oneness expressed in the oneness of the, in the world, living and being in unity with each other. And so the title of my talk today is a steadfast love. And the scripture that I want to use to in my talk today, comes from First Corinthians, is chapter thirteen, verse seven, and I'm spe- I'm reading this from the New Living Translation, and it says, "Love never gives up, never loses faith, is ne- is always hopeful, and ne- and endures through every circumstance." And in this scripture, we see four ways in which steadfast love is demonstrated in our physical expression. We see four different ways in which strength and love are linked together to create harmony in the way we live um, with God, with ourselves, and and in the world. Because sometimes you can be at odds with yourself. You can be at odds with God, and you're not living in a steadfast love, in a spiritual expression of strong, uh, consistent, steadfast love. And so the first thing that I want to say is I want to acknowledge those of you who have been married for more than 25 years. My parents were married for 38 years before my mom passed, and I loved watching them love each other, even in the moments when they were upset at each other. They found ways to still talk to each other, and they found ways to still work it out. And so we got to see the moments when they were mad at each other and still respectfully treating each other with love. And then the, when they made, when they made up and we got to see them loving through easy times and difficult times. And that was, I, I could see that it wasn't difficult. And my mom said that love is not always easy. It's a choice. And there are moments where you fall in love deeper because you learn more about each other as you persevere through your experiences together. And I love seeing that. So I venture to guess that those of you who've been married for more than 30 years that even during the difficult times you chose to stay together. You chose to make it work. You chose to persevere through the experience and love each other in the midst of the situation. And I congratulate you all for being each other's Valentine for that length of time and being an example for all of us on how to love As in how to demonstrate a steadfast love. And so the first way to demonstrate a steadfast love is that steadfast love never gives up. But always gives grace. It never gives up, but always extends grace. So in those moments where you, you, uh, are going through the other person acting in a certain way. That is not the most comfortable towards you or with you. You extend grace anyway. So there's three, ta- three times in which we extend grace to the, uh, through a form of steadfast love. And the first way is when someone's flaws, faults, or idiosyncrasies irritate us. In those moments, we extend grace. And grace is uh, a way in which we ex- we demonstrate acceptance, patience, and forgiveness. No matter what you are loving in a way that accepts the person, that is patient with the person, and that forgives the person. And the second way of ex- reason for extending grace would be when a person's words or actions have hurt your feelings, and we move into a space of loving them anyway, extending kindness. When you share, when you extend grace, like God extends grace to us, definitely in a lot of times in moments when our behavior does not warrant it. It is extending kindness and favor towards us no matter what. And that's what we are to do is to extend kindness and favor. And the kicker is in those moments where the person's flaws are, uh, Thoughts or idiosyncrasies may have may uh, irritate us or their their words or actions may have hurt our feelings That's our choice. We have chosen to be hurt. They didn't hurt our feelings. They didn't irritate us We chose to respond in that way We have choice. We have a choice to live in, in in our mind in a state of oneness and to express oneness and to express gentleness and to express acceptance and patience and forgiveness no matter what, or we have a choice to be irritated and get our feelings hurt. That's up to us. We are accountable for and responsible for our own feelings, just like our loved ones and those in the world are accountable and responsible for their own feelings as well. So it's not fair for us to put on someone else and make another person responsible for how we feel. Grace accepts the situation and is okay with the situation, even when someone's behaving in a way that we don't particularly like. We don't choose to get irritated by it. We choose to accept it for what it is. We choose to be patient and we choose to move in a space of love and gentleness no matter what. And the other way that we extend grace is when someone um, sins either against us or someone else. And in that moment, we realize that we are imperfect beings. We are imperfect in our humanness, is imperfect. Even though we are spiritual beings, governed by spiritual law, here to live a human experience, we are still imperfect in our physical, in our humanness. We are fully human and fully spiritual. And in a fully human part of us, we are imperfect. And for us to judge someone else for their sins, Judge someone else for uh, hurting our feelings or or uh, from their actions or their words or judge someone else for their flaws or their faults or their idiosyncrasies. In those moments, we are not extending love. We're extending judgment. We're going against the flow of how we were created. We were created to demonstrate and to express oneness and unity and harmony and gentleness towards each other. And so in that. So those are the times that we are to extend grace towards each other and we never give up just because this person hurts your feelings and you know, I'm tired of you, I'm ready to go. That's not developing you into a steadfast love. We're to love no matter what. And this is really important for us to live with because the more you learn to live with a person, even in the moments that they are doing things that you may not like, the stronger you become the expression of the love that Jesus showed us. How many times do we behave in a way that is not according to how we were created and God loves us anyway. That's a steadfast love. And so the affirmation that we can use. For that form of steadfast love that never gives up, that gives grace that always gives grace is that I, Always show grace toward myself and others. I always show grace to myself and others. And think of a name of someone who might come to mind. That will give you an opportunity to share grace this week. And I invite you and encourage you and challenge you. To do that. To extend gentleness, love, kindness and grace in, in, In those ways, extend grace in those ways through gentleness, love, kindness, acceptance, patience and forgiveness this week and to continue to do it throughout your life. Number two, steadfast love is always, always expresses faith. In the scripture, it says never loses faith. This means that you have total faith in God. And that total faith in God leads you to trust in yourself and have faith in yourself and trust in others. Delilah said it right when she was talking to Samson. Now she used it against him, but she said, how can you truly, how can you love me if you don't trust me? And I asked that to you. How can you love someone if you don't trust them? We're created to, to love and to trust. I once heard someone say that there are gullible people who trust everything and believe everything, believe everyone. There's cynical people who don't believe anyone and don't believe anything. And then there's loving people who trust and believe and give the benefit of the doubt. And that is what we are here to to do: to give the benefit of the doubt, even when someone breaches our trust. To do as God did to give them the benefit of the doubt and to give them the opportunity to demonstrate faith and trust in, uh, in our lives towards us and also to encourage them, encourage people to love and trust themselves. For instance, if someone falls off of a horse, what do you do? You put them back on the horse to give them the opportunity to trust the fact that they can do it. When my children were going away to college, both their father and I told them we had faith in them, that they could make it. And my daughter stayed the full amount of time. Actually, she was up in Western for five years. My son stayed until he decided to change his mind. So he stopped going, he started at Michigan State in East Lansing, and then he changed his mind and decided to go to U of M. But when he decided to move out, when he came back home, we even told him we have faith in you to make it and he is doing really well. They have faith in themselves. And also when you, when you show a person that you have faith in them, you demonstrate a powerful expression of love. That is what God does with us. God has faith in what God created because God knows that God created us in God's image and likeness and God can trust the spiritual law that we are. But God also gave us choice and God had faith enough in us to give us freedom of choice to choose whether or not we want to live according to God's expression or our expression. So we through the greatest, one of the greatest ways to demonstrate steadfast love is to demonstrate faith and trust and confidence in others, in yourself and in God, in yourself yourself and in others that is steadfast love. And so an affirmation that we can use is I have faith in myself and others. And you can say that to someone this week, let a name come to you. I remember when my son was 16 and he had a car accident years ago. And he, his car was totaled and it shook him up. He was on the freeway and a car where he was going down as fast as the car in front of him, the car switched lanes real quick. And he rammed into the back of a box truck and totaled his car and it shook him up. He was too afraid to drive again. But I had him drive that next morning. I didn't make him drive home from work because I went to pick him up and I had to get back to work at Great Lakes Crossing. And that's about a half hour drive on the freeway. I didn't make him drive home that night. But I did have him drive that next morning to school. To, and I told him I have faith in you. You can do this. And he did. And after that, he was okay driving. And I just kept letting him drive my car and his father let him drive his car until Dion got his own car again. You give the person confidence in themselves by giving them the opportunity to make up again what they might've messed up. And, And that is the biggest way to move them into showing them you have faith in them that they may have faith in themselves. And so the affirmation, I have faith in myself and others Think of the name of the person who you can use that affirmation with. And I encourage you and challenge you to do it this week. Whether you call them up, tell them in person, however it is, I have faith in you. The third way to demonstrate steadfast love, steadfast love always expects the best. Always. Always. And God expects the best from us because God created us from the best. We are made in the image and likeness of God. We live and move and breathe and have our being in God, and we and we and God lives and moves and has His being in us, so that there is full potential in each and every one of us to to be the greatest, highest expression of our highest expression of good. And so we expect that. Through love. How we love each other. We give our best to each other through love. And we expect it coming back to us. Just as we expect God to demonstrate God's highest expression of love in our life. We do the same to others and we expect it from them. So the best way to show that you expect the best is to love the person. Treat your husband as a queen, uh, as a king. and, And expect that your husband will treat you as a queen. Husbands, treat your wives as a queen and expect that they will treat you as a king. And you learn to do it better and better as the days go by. Demonstrating the best. I have a feeling that those of you who've been married for years and years, you have learned to expect the best from each other and you share the best of yourself with each other. And that is how you demonstrate steadfast love. And the affirmation that goes with that is, I expect the best from myself and others. Think, bring forth the name Of the person in your mind who you can share that with, even if they're not demonstrating the best, because we've seen in this world, even in the United States, we've seen people not demonstrating the best, but we can still speak it in their life because that's the best way to speak forth is to pray for a person. I believe the greatest way to demonstrate love is to pray for that person. So to speak in their life, I expect the best out of you. And and totally expect it. So bring that name into your mind of the person who you, who, who you can share that affirmation with, demonstrate that affirmation with. And I encourage you and challenge you this today and this week to do that, to share however it is you feel led that you expect the best from that person, even if that person is you. And the fourth way in this scripture That steadfast love demonstrates that God demonstrates steadfast love in our lives and that we are meant to demonstrate steadfast love is that steadfast love never endures through every circumstance. There's a saying when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. When the going gets tough in steadfast love, you dig your heels in and you love even stronger. Through every situation you love even stronger. I remember I saw my parents demonstrating love, even when the going was getting tough, they still shared it with each other. Sometimes they may have gotten irritated with the situation and noticed that they might've, um, been, uh, taking it out on each other. And we tend to do that. We tend to take out irritation on each other with the situation we're going through. But then I also saw them shifting when they realized what they were doing and apologizing for it and then digging their heels in and loving each other even more through the tough situations. And it taught us to do the same. I told my dad that he's ruined it for men because of the way he loved my mother and the way he loved us through all circumstances and the way he demonstrated how to be a husband and how to be a father made it hard for us to find a person because we set that high standard. And steadfast love has a high standard. It has a high standard. God's love is a high standard expression of love and we are meant to be that as well. And I'm glad that my father set that standard for us and my mom set the standard for my brothers and for us as far as being a woman and loving from the perspective of a woman. And that is what we are due to do, to walk in our highest expression of love, even through the trials and tribulations and circumstances of our life, to even love even more powerfully, to stand in the endurance of loving and knowing that there is power and strength in love. And that is what my parents showed us. And I miss my mom so much. But even the way he, she was towards my dad cultivated a strength in him that allowed him to keep going and find love again. And I love that he's happy with my stepmother. And I'm loved that she I love that she's happy with him. And I get to see persevering even in that marriage as well. You can keep loving your spouse even when you leave, when you transition. I know my mom, is, her love is still lingering in my dad and making him still an even better husband for his second wife. And even creating and cultivating a love. When you love with a steadfast love. It never leaves your heart. It stays with you no matter what. And the affirmation. That can be used for that. To love that endures through any circumstance. Is I love myself and others through any circumstance. And certain situation. I love myself and others through any circumstance. And situation. Even the people who who even in situations with this pandemic where things are going crazy with the economy, with everything that's going on in this world, we can still dig in our heels and love each other with this Christ love that lives within us. And I encourage us to do that. I encourage us to take this affirmation. I love myself and others through any situation and circumstance. And I encourage you to think of a name of someone who may come to mind that you can demonstrate this affirmation with. And live in a steadfast love, never giving up, always extending grace, always expressing faith in your love, always expressing, expecting the best as you love and always loving with a, with a deeper, stronger love through any circumstance. Love endures through any circumstance. Be so strong in your love that it never leaves you till the end. Till the end. Till you take your last breath. You are rooted in a strong, high expression of love. And as you do that, there's nothing that can stop you from living a harmonious love, a harmonious life. And so now let us Breathe that in deeply. Knowing that God is guiding you every step of the way. Through being a demonstrate, being and demonstrating a steadfast love. And knowing and demonstrating. The love of God that you are meant to demonstrate. The Christ's love inside that Jesus demonstrated. And so let us. Take another deep breath and move into our giving segment of our service. Bring forth the consciousness of the love offering that you are being led to give. And let us affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. And for those of you who are giving online, you may give through Unity. Go to unityfh.com, click on the donate button on the upper right hand corner of the home page. It'll open up to the donate page where you can give through credit card, through debit card, or through PayPal. And remember to link your smile.amazon account to Unity uh, uh, Farmington Hills. And every time you make a purchase, through smile.amazon.com, Amazon will do, uh, donate proceeds to our church. For those of you who are sending in a check, you can send it to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And whichever way you choose to give, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And as I say often, I, I'm, I'm grateful for the way you give to each other, for the way you give to the spiritual community. And I'm looking and I'm wanting us to find ways to be a church that gives to the community, an outreach church that gives to the community. And so I'm looking forward to us doing that. We're starting. We're going to start this year. I'm looking forward to us doing that together as a spiritual community. So thank you, thank you, thank you for every single way that you are giving. And thank you for all, again, for all of the ways that you bless and love me. Because I, I love you and I send my love and blessings to you. And so we're going to have our second uh, special song now entitled Press On. It'll be led by Laurel and I will be back after that with our closing prayers. I'll see you in a little bit. Thank you all for that awesome performance. Thank you, Laurel, for leading it. It was awesome as usual. Thank you, Lauren, for the video. Perfect to bring it all together. I, it, was, it was amazing as usual. <laughs> it was am- and Laurel, I love your voice. I love when you sing that song. It was amazing. Perfect for today. I press on. Perfect for today. And so now let us prepare for our virtual prayer circle. So I invite you to gently close your eyes with me and take a deep breath. Bring forth the name of the person that you'd like to pray with. Allow your consciousness to float down into your heart center, connecting with the consciousness of God in you, that one power and that one presence that is perfecting that which is concerning you and that which is concerning the person you're praying for. And call forth that person's name into this circle now. Ashley Jackson, Marcellus, Elaine, Cheryl, Cole's family, Barry family, McMillan family. God, as you hear these names being called forth, I thank you for blessing each and every one of the persons whose names been called forth because I know that you've already manifested their heart's desire. It's already theirs. In the spirit realm, they're already connected to it. And you've called it forth in their life already. And you're co-manifesting it in your divine timing, in your divine order, and in your divine way. And I so I thank you for blessing them and answering every single prayer. God, I thank you for blessing this worship service. Everyone in attendance, those who helped to co-create it everyone connected to unity of Farmington Hills and for blessing the world we thank you for your love that your divine gift of love that loves no matter what never gives up always has faith in us always expects the best from us and always endures through all circumstances we know we can count on your love and we lift this this prayer in the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ that is the divine love in us Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for blessing us and blessing the world. Amen. And now let us affirm our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Well, for those of you who are joining me for our worship, our um, Sunday fellowship gathering, I will see you in a little bit. For those of you who are not, enjoy the rest of your Sunday, the rest of your Valentine's Day, and allow God to be that spiritual Valentine in your life today and always watch harmony manifest even more powerfully in your life. Again, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid, and it has been a pleasure Let us close by singing the peace song with our music team until I, until we meet again. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.